Hello and welcome to CAA Conversations. I'm Glenn Holmstrom, Professor of Arts at Newman University. In this podcast, Alan Crockett, Professor Emeritus, Ohio State University, and Alan Crockett Jr., Director of Claymath Siskiyou Art Center and Instructor at College of the Siskiyous, discuss different approaches relative to community. Hey, Alan <laughs> Jr., this Alan Senior, wow! How we just had a little. There is some tree just fell down. <laughs> we, we're um, sitting on the porch, up um, eight and a half miles from Happy Camp, California, and uh, this up is Bell Creek. Up Bell Creek, <laughs> this is uh, where my son lives uh, year round, and we spend summers. And uh, so, Alan, how long have you been? teaching at College of the or how long have you been teaching? Well, you know, you you all teach during your uh, graduate school and all, you do your, your little right. teaching gig there, <clears throat> but I've been teaching here at College of the Siskiyous for 17 years, and I did two years at Ohio State as a visiting instructor there. But, you know, it was it kind of came into this, you know, like we were talking about earlier, um, trying to find a teaching job is tough in this this world right now, you know, and so I actually like approached the college was like, hey, do you, do you have any opportunities, you know, if you do, you know, I'd like to teach and they're pretty accepting and, you know, I showed them my slides, showed them my resume and everything and they're like, yeah, you know, go ahead and try, you know, you just need to get 15 students and so that that kind of began the whole process of kind of talking to people around town, hey, do you want to take an art class, <laughs> you know? And uh, seeing basically a nice group of people start to form and change over the years. And, you know, similar to what we talked about earlier, just seeing the change that's happened, you know, in terms of the art community and Happy Camp through, you know, all these people kind of building up their skills and, and uh, developing their own artistic interests and whatnot. So yeah, it seems to me that it really has had a a kind of impressive impact on the on at least the segment of the community, you know, right? So how how do you find your experience in teaching here uh, different than your experience, for example, when you were visiting artists at, in Ohio State? Well, <clears throat> probably the the first thing I noticed was at Ohio State, the students were very interested in the idea of what art is, you know, um, and, and really questioning what art could be. Whereas the students that I have taught here seem to kind of accept that art is a certain way. And art is, you know, it's a painting or it's a, you know, a photograph or it's a, you know, it's, it's more you know, pottery is a pot, you know, or ceramics is pottery, you know. Mm -hmm. Whereas at Ohio State, that questioning thing sometimes took a lot of the time that you were working with students was, was uh, you know, deciding what could, could actually stand as art. Um, here, people seem to be very interested in the craft of actual, like, um, how to paint, you know, mm -hmm. very, you know, and, and in that, there's, it's kind of interesting because they kind of, as a teacher, you're kind of like seeing these fun beginnings that people do that aren't necessarily what they might want, you know, what they might think of as good art, 
because mm-hmm. they're they haven't been exposed as much to art history mm-hmm. and so they're doing these great things and I feel like my job as a teacher is not to not to necessarily let them just like crush that creativity and become like a standard idea that they think they want mm-hmm. but to kind of show them what's going on in their paintings and kind of uh, encourage the 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 strange stuff that they're they're kind of naturally doing yeah um and and that's pretty exciting as a you know kind of outside person to see that Uh you know and to encourage it you know that's interesting because i think in some ways that may be the correspond to the very kinds of feelings that i've had as a teacher um and i think it has something to do with our background of uh, being uh, students at the Art Institute, <laughs> you know, where you had kind of an idea of uh, that it was okay to to be uh, not necessarily in line with current ideas of, of what is cool in art and so on and so forth, that you were encouraged to kind of look at what you were doing and, and um, if you have a passion for doing it, see where you could go with that. And um, uh, I think I pretty much, that's something that I wanted to, that I looked for in my own students and wanted to encourage them because I felt like, you know, with with art students at, a uni- at the university, I guess my one of my ideas was that they were taking art classes basically because that's what they wanted to be. You know, that's why they were majoring in art, which might be different, I mean, is different probably than the students that you have in your class. But if that's the case, if, if I'm teaching people and my idea is, okay, this is how they're gonna, how they wanna spend their life as being artists, uh, then how are they, what's going to, what can I do to help facilitate that passion to mm-hmm. keep doing this regardless of the <laughs> economics and, uh, right. you know, even whether anybody cares uh, about what you're doing, uh, which sometimes is going to be the case. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, in the exposure, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you think about like being an artist and having an art show mm-hmm. and how important it is to have a place to show your work and um, get feedback, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's from you know, someone writing an article about your work or, or just pure feedback, <clears throat> you know, from your friends and, and people who come see the show, you know, yeah. um, and that is another tough thing in, in a lot of kind of city settings and urban settings is that it's getting harder and harder to find places to show your work and, you know, get it out there in the world. You have to yeah. work really hard. It's very competitive. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. Yes. With your students, are what is their interest in, in you know, in that, let's say? and In showing? And, yeah. And sharing their work and getting it out there and having feedback, etc. cetera. I, I think, you know, one of the things that art center, this, the Clam Siskiyou Art Center has offered is we have a great little show space for people to do shows in. And a lot of students kind of, you know, eventually become 
you know, artists in the community mm-hmm. and do shows there. And so they, they get their work out there and, and it's interesting because here you are in the small rural town and, you know, you'd think people would only appreciate a certain kind of art, but actually people are really appreciate quite a wide spectrum of, yeah. of art out here and, yeah. and, it, and, and are excited when someone does something a little different. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, That's which, been my experience in seeing this. No, but I, I think, you know, definitely students are interested in getting feedback. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all are. Yeah. We want to. We went, we work really hard on this thing and you want someone to go, Hey, that's a, wow. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I've never looked at the world that way. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and, uh, and I think that that is, is one of the things as a teacher that I've, I've seen you offer is you really look at, at people's work mm-hmm. really, you know, so often, you know, people are just, they, they're dismissive, you know, and they don't really look and see what someone's trying to do. And, mm-hmm. and I've noticed that when, when you're teaching, just how much you take that time to really try to draw out what's going on in that yeah. work. It's a, a interesting challenge because so often, I mean, I can remember having, you know, having discussions uh, with the class with regards to people's work and People would be sitting in the very back of the the room and looking at a painting that's across the room and and talking about it. And it's like you can't talk about a painting looking back there. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, get up, come there. up there and look and see what uh, see how it's been touched or see the uh, you know experience the process of its making and so on and so forth. And that's always, I mean, that's kind of getting over that edge of, well, what is a painting? Is it just an image? I mm-hmm. don't think so, you know. And But kind of encouraging people to kind of, you know, get over that kind of idea of something as opposed to uh, what does a painting want, right. really, you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's like our teacher, Sam Chikalian. Yeah. 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 At the Art yeah. Institute. He he would always have this great statement. He would be like, you know, I don't care what you want. What does the painting want? Yeah. And there's so much truth to that. Yeah. Because in a sense, you're creating this painting that has a life of its own. Yeah. And in the end, that's the question you have to ask. Is yeah. like, what is this thing I've made doing now? Mm-hmm. Now that it's in the world, yeah. what is it doing, and what does it need to do that? You know, mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. Because it's like, for me, I mean, I think you know, you asked the question earlier, like, what what is this painting? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think a painting is a repository of experience. It's this thing that holds that, and it, and that's why a painting has lived so long. Yeah, is because it holds this experience so well. It's like every place you touch shows that touch. Yeah, and there's very few art forms I think that that have in this such a simple way show the touch mm-hmm. of the artist. Yeah, and so when you go in a museum and you're looking at a Van Gogh or you're you know or a Matisse, I mean you're seeing different touch, different yeah, yeah. you know a different way of you know, experiencing the world in a different way and every movement of that brush, you know, is yeah. a change. Yeah. And it says something about 
that person and the maker over time from, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. That's, that's such a important, you know, what, what that actually been the challenge for me often has been that kind of encouraging the student to, in the process of making the painting and getting to what does the painting want, kind of get rid of uh, preconceptions about what the artist is thinking about mm -hmm. at the time. And I actually see you doing that with, I've been fortunate to, to kind of go in on about, what, four plein air yeah. uh, classes with Alan this uh, summer and watch him deal with his, uh, how he's dealing with his students and then get to kind of be out there and doing plein air, which I usually don't do, but I've been loving doing. But I, I see you kind of uh, encouraging them to let go of their ideas and, and look and see, you know, and respond to, to it rather than to the idea of what they're mm -hmm. uh, looking at or seeing. Well, it's so. been great to have you out there in the, so, so for those of you who don't know, plein air painting, it basically is where you go out and you <clears> paint <throat> at different places and you bring all your paints out into the world and drag them down some hill and, and sit there at the bottom of whatever, some creek somewhere. And we, we did it. It's all swimming holes. We're just going to swimming holes this summer and, and painting at different swimming holes. Mm -hmm. And so you experience that, that feeling of being outside and the colors and the light. And it's amazing how different you see the world after an experience like mm -hmm. that, after, after really trying to look at what color that shadow is. And it's, I think it's a very humbling experience because you're always like, the world is so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but how do you interact in that world? Yeah. How do you take this paint, this, this kind of oily substance and turn it into something that kind of collects that experience. You know, one thing I, I saw you doing, which is something that I don't think I've ever done in my classes, is that you, you will do demonstrations um, mm -hmm. on, you know, kind of ways of painting and whatnot. And um, I suppose that... Yeah, that's an interesting difference in my experience in art school was that you never really saw the teacher do art. Yeah, because you will paint and along with them. As Yeah. Usually, usually I, I kind of came, first I never did that because that's kind of, I never saw that happen, mm -hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> and I think part of it is I think teachers don't want to influence students like here, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. But I think on the other hand, there's that, because the teacher's walking around talking, they're an example of, of like that's what you do is walk around and talk mm -hmm. <laughs> to do art right so and i think and maybe there's also like there's that veil you know it's like the wizard of oz or something pay no attention to that man behind the curtain because yeah. you get to be like do all your art and then show it finished to somebody and, and it always looks a lot better than than when you're like struggling on yeah. something in front of them that that doesn't look very good and i think there's a fear as a art teacher that you're kind of letting you're showing yourself naked, you know, and you don't want to see them. You want, they're not going to have belief in you if they see that you're not yeah. getting that Ooh. rock perfect yeah. or yeah. this thing. Yeah. You know, if you don't have those abilities to just throw it off. And um, 
I like to show them like really bad. <laughs> like, here you go. It's not perfect, you know, because I think that that is is one of the things that I see a lot in, in the students is this fear of making a bad mark. Mm-hmm. And if you can show them, yes, it's OK. It's how we. Yeah. Not everyone can just like flip out a perfect line and but that doesn't make them less of an artist or, exactly. or, or they are less yeah. good. Yeah. You know? If they can get that confidence to be able to just like search yeah. and, and play. I think, you know, it's interesting because I'll talk about or use examples of similar things. I'm Like I always love to quote uh, Samuel Beckett to my students, you know, his uh, statement about uh, to the effect of fail, fail again, fail better. If the, <laughs> you know, the idea that, I mean, one of the things, maybe you never totally succeed in, in 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 doing what you're doing, but that that doesn't mean you don't do it, or it doesn't mean that it's not wonderful. You're just you're just failing better mm-hmm. as you, as you um, and it's that kind of challenge of maybe it's wonderful to have set up things for your students and or give them the idea that it's always going to be uh, you're always going to have failure. And of course, one of the wonderful things that I recall too as a student is uh, sometimes these errors or these failures are actually the best parts or mm-hmm. exciting parts anyway in the work that you do and to be able to be open enough to uh, recognize that. A thing that I was thinking about in the middle of the night too because I was thinking about you know how in a university you have in our department you have a myriad number of teachers that are coming at things from their own uh, unique perspectives or, or, or different perspectives. Uh, whereas with you, you it's you. But then I and I so I was thinking, well, that was kind of different. But then as I started to think about it, I also began to realize that, at least in my experience, there would be a group of students that would be more want drawn to a certain drawn to to a certain teacher be drawn to me let's say and follow me through class after class after class or be drawn to someone whose uh, background was more in art theory and whatnot and and take class after class from that person and so in some ways uh, yeah. Even though there were myriad teachers, still te- the students would tend to to move around people whose ideas perhaps were closer to their concepts or feelings or uh, of art. Which on the other, but I see you being so open to all. I'm the, trying to be a lot of teachers at once. Yeah, I see that, <laughs> and I think that's probably a, a something that is essential. Mm for a person teaching out here with such a diverse I mean you have 84 year olds 16 year olds 16 year olds uh, you have such a diverse yeah. uh, you know with people with artists or with art backgrounds to no art backgrounds mm-hmm. um, so you have to it yeah. is a bit of a struggle sometimes yeah. to balance all these different abilities and and uh, <clears throat> backgrounds for sure mm-hmm. and uh 
And I think, you know, it's a testimony to just how universal art is, is that you can kind of connect all these people together with, with art. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it is one of the things in, in a rural town, I think it's very important than showing people art history and showing them images of, of different yeah, people. Yeah. Because if you are the sole, you know, the introduction to all these things, it's a bigger job than you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't get to have the art history teacher take that section and yeah. do that. Yeah. But then again, most of these people, it's like they may go on to be artists or to do art, or they may just do it as a hobby or, yeah. or just do it because they love doing it yeah. and have other jobs, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, whereas like in the university, you're, you're teaching a lot of people who are going to try to make a career of it or use it in some way as a career. Or, mm -hmm. So it's a little different background, but, but I think the overall effect of what, what's happening and, and and so often, you know, I, I have so many friends from my days at the university and stuff who barely do art anymore. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is to see these people out in this little town out here in nowhere making art every yeah. week and yeah. Um, yeah. really getting engaged in it and wanting to show stuff and do stuff and, and how as as artists we can continue doing art yeah. And, yeah. and what a gift it is to the world too. Yeah to make yeah. art, you know, uh, offer that inspiration and that yes. creativity and that engagement. Yeah. I, you know, I actually, I think that is a, a role of the artist teacher is, I mean, in a way is to keep it going, you know, keep that, mm -hmm. like Roy DeForest used to say, I, uh, you know, you have to throw out the, the life preserver and bring in, some more artists you can't just it's not just about you it's about keeping that keeping that that going which mm. i in this day and age i think is even more important in a, in some way you know because mm -hmm. there's uh, that's such a beautiful part of what being a human being might be is that mm -hmm. we can be that creative Right. Back to the caves. Yeah. <laughs> that we can, that we look and we see. I mean, uh, one of the, uh, a thing that I'll do and I used to do in my class, in a beginning painting class, would, I'd say, okay, we have this white canvas and there's a white wall. We're going to, I want you to paint that wall. And the students would say, <laughs> Well, I have the white paint. I'm just going to put white paint on the wall, and I'd say, "Look!" And all of a sudden, they could see that part of the wall. You know, well, it's warmer over here. Uh, that white isn't white, you know, and 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 that started to be kind of an exciting thing to see that. Oh, gee, I I can move beyond my concept of white to mm -hmm. what you know so on that's great but, um, you, <laughs> you know, don't do that anymore i don't teach anymore so <laughs> yeah well, i like that but, uh yeah but just how exciting it is mm -hmm. uh, for people to to be in to realize what what looking and being in in the world is you know and i think that's you know, regardless of whether you're a, 
university or in a, you know, teaching in a small community, that's such a gift mm-hmm. to give to people and have have us be able to continue on with our lives being in that place, you know, and being, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I definitely think, you know, the, the idea of art as a gift is, yeah. is something we, yeah. um, <clears throat> as artists, need to be cognizant of. Yeah. You know, yeah. That when the gift is out there, you know, as a teacher, you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> You bring in your stuff and you all its work and you get into the instructor and be like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I remember that from college, too, in the sense that, you know, which, who is drawn to what teacher? Some people wanted the abuse, the teachers would abuse them. <laughs> Some people wanted the teachers who would kind of, like, nurture them. Uh-huh. Um, and I think... Trying, you know, one thing. Or cha- abuse could be challenged. Yeah, yeah. It could be challenged, but sometimes yeah. it was kind of Just abusive. abuse. Yeah. I remember Sam. some serious yeah. abusive teaching, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and I remember, you know, my first year being like, I don't know if I want to do this. And then I, I had this teacher who was very supportive and uh, and could was allowing me to kind of do what I wanted to do and wasn't like trying to force me into some new you know, their way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And that changed my connection. With yeah, yeah. And so I think as a teacher, I mean, like seeing these different instructor styles, that's one thing in the university, having all these different teachers, you could kind of pick and choose what you, how you wanted to teach. Mm-hmm. And that was a big shift for me is realizing that, you know, I didn't want to be the teacher that was like making people cry. You yeah. Know? Like challenging them that much where they were, so questioning what they were doing that it was they're mm-hmm. in a state of crisis yeah. you know but instead to kind of like see what possibilities are in there and to get them engaged and excited about yeah. what they were yeah. doing yeah. Um, and i think that's an important thing for all those teachers out there is to realize that you have this important role in terms of shutting someone down or opening them, opening up. them up yeah yeah and i think a lot of times teachers forget about that because yeah. they're, they're, like you said earlier, they're, they're thinking of it from their perspective yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. through teaching all those years, just kind of feel bored with it or whatever yeah. the, the story is. You know? yeah. And I think a lot of, you know, people who, who have been taught and this is the way to do it and they're just following the rules and stuff can, can not sometimes see this, mm-hmm. you know, what they're, they're not encouraging or not, pulling forth, but that's such an important role of the teacher. I think part of, you know, when you talk about that too, I, I think the fact that that you are an artist and that you're continuing to challenge yourself with your work or same with me or, or whatever, I think that's such an important aspe- aspect, you know, like when you're doing things, if you're not just acting as a, you know, maybe you kind of, you're just teaching and you're not painting anymore. I think you, it's, it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's really important that, that you're a, a maker because you realize all the things that you're going through and, 
thinking also just even at, at a university level and the students uh, and their knowledge of art and whatnot, I used to be a little frustrated that students would come in with so little uh, knowledge about art and painters and paintings. I mean, I remember one time doing a slideshow and I had people from different eras uh, that I was showing, but I didn't tell them, you know, was this person a contemporary painter? Was this person, you know, turn of the century painter or whatnot? And man, they, and then I did a little kind of quiz, quiz. afterwards and they missed it. You know, <laughs> they would think that uh, Matisse, for example, well, that guy was today or something. And uh, I mean, it was really funny to, to realize that they didn't, mm. they had very little knowledge, a lot of the students, about. Um, so maybe there isn't that much difference. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking, you know. So then you have to kind of brush them up on that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's kind of a challenge, fun thing to do, too. But. Um, so, you know, I think there's a lot of similarities. And in the end, I think you kind of want to take the people to a similar place so that they keep doing their work, regardless of how it might be viewed uh, in the outside world as being important or not important or whatever. So I, in some ways, I think we're pushing people and pushing ourselves in a very similar Similar place. Yeah? Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you both for participating. Well, it was a pleasure. It was really a pleasure. Fun to actually get the chance to talk to my dad about this. <laughs> yeah. What a joy to have a fellow painter here, too, you know, <laughs> and a fellow teacher. Yeah, it's, been, it's been fun for us to kind of banter back and forth about our uh, experiences and ideas and then be able to share them and hopefully have it be interesting to to those that see it. Yeah, for future yeah. teachers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>